Greetings, Game Cola faithful, and welcome to the Game Cola podcast. This is podcast number 105, and I am your host and podcast commander, Joseph Martin. With me today, I have a lovely group of people. First of all, we have our Game Cola staff members, Diana Gray and Anna Bernarski. Please introduce yourselves. Hey, everybody. My name is Diana Gray. I'm GameCola.net's resident fangirl, and I'm here for the podcast. Hi, I'm Anna Bernarski. I am also a writer for GameCola, and I'm also recently the uh, social media trash queen. Your new job. <laughs> yep, my new job. <laughs> and also, in this very special edition, we have two friends of GameCola staff members, Cameron and Noel. Please introduce yourselves and how you are affiliated with our GameCola friends. Uh, hello, my name is Cameron Reading. Um, I know Anna Bernarski very well. She's my lovely girlfriend. And I've known her for a couple years now here at Edinburgh. Hi, hello. Ew. Uh, oh, is it my turn? <laughs> Hi, my name's Noelle, and I like video games and Voltron at the moment. But I have known Diana since 2010, so it'll be seven years since we've been friends. So, woo! Woo! If you're a regular on the Game Cola podcast, you've likely heard of these people, and it's great to have you on and put some voices to the names. <laughs> but well, thank you for having us. <laughs> we're not just here to have a little friend party, though that wouldn't necessarily be out of the question. We're here to talk about something very special that happened a few weeks ago, and what was that, everyone? Magfest! Right. That's great. So... We're going to talk about all of these people, except me, I didn't go this year, went to MAGFest, and we're going to talk about what that is and give you the experience that you never had, except maybe if you've had it before, you then you have had it. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. to start things off, everyone sum up MAGFest experience in one word. Diana, Anna, Cameron, <laughs> Noel, in that, in that order. In one word? Can I have a phrase? You can put a hyphen between words if you really want to. <laughs> That's as much as I'm giving you. Incredible. That's my word. In dash credible? Well, I was going to say more words, but I don't know if it would be appropriate to put that many dashes between that many words. So. Okay, fair enough. Fine. Whatever. Awesome. Video games. <laughs> With a hyphen between. Exciting. All right, so had any of you been to MAGFest before this? Nope. nope. No, this was mine and Dee's first time. <clears throat> okay, so no one no one here had been before. Mm -mm, um, no. Okay, so what was, what was travel like? Was it harder than expected, <laughs> easier than expected? Did you fly? Did you car? What, what happened there? Uh, it was honestly easier than expected. Yeah. We, we, uh... Me and Anna drove all the way down here from um, Pittsburgh down to... Maryland. It was really easy. Nothing, no traffic at all. Surprisingly, yeah, it was we got really, really, really weird. We're just like, this is going way too well. What's gonna happen? And yeah. Noel and I were both in California for our respective Christmas breaks, so we flew from California to DC, which was yeah. We cool. had a connecting flight in Texas, so there were three-hour flights each, but we had to. Our flight was, like, at 5 in the morning, so it was a really long day. Because then also time zones. Yeah. So you, yeah. Went, you went... Yeah, we had to beat them. 
You went back in time, right? We went back in time. So did you did you end up arriving before? No, you didn't arrive before no. you left. You you lose a bunch of time on the way there. Mm-hmm. I think, and then you you gain time on the way back. Because our flight landed in DC at around like four thirty p.m. I think. Yeah. Whereas we left LA at five a.m. Oh, okay, I get it. But still, technically, you got still it took forever, no matter what. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It still took forever. Mm-hmm. So did you get in on the day MAGFest opened or the day before? Day before. We Wednesday. got in the day before, yeah. Day before. Day before. So Wednesday is when you got there. Yep. Yes. Yeah. So were you Super able, easy. Were you able to get your tickets right away? Or... <laughs> it's Whoa. a funny story, actually. Yeah. It was a funny story because I I get really tired easily. I'm an old lady like that. I like to have my sleep. So I was already in bed then. D woke me up and said, oh, ticket, or, like, the pre-badge registration pickup opens in, like, 20 minutes. Let's go. So I was like, okay, yeah, let's just get it over with because I don't want to wake up early tomorrow to get it. So we got ours the night before, and it was it worked out really well. We got downstairs, and there was nobody there. Like, we were there probably, I think, what, what, like, 10 minutes early? Yeah, we uh, just like kind of wandered in. We're like, is this the is place this where you get the badges? Line? <laughs> and they were like, oh, just come over here. And we were like, all right. So we got our badges, and right as we were leaving, there was like a crowd of people coming. We yeah, were like, all right, all see ya. Like, bye. <laughs> so you yeah, yeah there were already like people yeah. cosplaying and you stuff. You were so. just the only ones that showed up early <laughs> at all. I mean, early, early. There were early. five other people. Yeah, there. there were a couple other people there, and then. As we were leaving was when everyone else was coming because that okay. was the time that it was quote supposed to have opened. Oh, yeah. so they let you they let you in a little early too. <laughs> like maybe six or seven minutes. Right, right, right. Yeah, we yeah. literally just wandered okay. in. We we're like, oh, the doors are open. So was it? Oh, was, there's the line. <laughs> was it still in that like big? Uh, in in case you aren't familiar, Magfest, unless something changed that I was unaware of, takes place in the same uh, Gaylord Hotel. Yes. Uh, every yeah. year in Baltimore, Maryland. So I, I've and I've been there once, so I'm familiar with the setting, even though I didn't go this year. So was yeah. it still in that big old uh, like gymnasium kind of thing with the concrete floor and? Yep. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. That's yeah, where the yeah, yeah. that's where the, all the merch, arcade, and indie games and mm. big game lobby were. That's where yeah, you got. Yeah, even the too. autograph lines were behind the registration tables, yeah. so you would mm-hmm. just like go behind there. Like wait in line to get an autograph from a guest, so it was all in that room. Well, I I know from for me and Anna, we had to stay at a hotel technically in Virginia, and then cross the border between. Basically, we went through all three states really quickly. Went from <laughs> yeah, Virginia we went, to Washington like, D.C. to Maryland Cam's, really quickly. Uh, Cam's phone would tell us when we got to D.C. For two whole seconds, we were in D.C. Hello? and then we passed over it into Maryland. It would be like, welcome to D- to um, District. Of- District of Columbia, and then three seconds later, it would say, "Welcome to Virginia." But um, yeah, we saw. I saw on Twitter that Diana and Noel had gotten their tickets, and I was like, "We're already in our pajamas." Yeah. In bed. Yeah. Do we, we were in our pajamas now? too. We were in our pajamas too. Full disclosure. <laughs> we went downstairs. I was gonna say like like we had to stay across the Maryland, like, like I said, a hotel across across the lake or river, river we want to call it. But we were we were unfortunately not able to get like, a room in the Gaylord itself. So, but it wasn't a bad drive to and from every day. 
Yeah, it was a bad drive the first time because we didn't know what we were doing. Left, right, left, right. Yeah, and uh, when we got there, we're, there, there, there were a lot of people. We didn't know where we were going to put the car, so we put it by a stupid parallel parking like, thingy. Parallel parking thingy where the person we we had to parallel park. The person in front of us was just kind of sitting there in their car talking to somebody, and I yelled at them from Cam's car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we had oh, to yeah. we had to we had to pay for parking. And it was $3 for an hour, so that was fun. So when we got there, Cam had to go back and actually put more money in the meter. So I was alone and freaking out. But we I got just, we got our badges. Yeah, it's like, just in case we had to get a ticket and our my car got towed and then we were screwed. Didn't, didn't want that had to happen. All right, so that was that was Wednesday that you picked up mm-hmm. tickets, but there wasn't really anything to do. Uh, no. no, no, everything was closed until Thursday, until 2 p.m. Alright, so Thursday happens, but you said stuff didn't open until 2 p.m.? Yeah, so Noelle and I slept in because we were really tired. Um, I was and tired. Then, yeah, she was tired. I wasn't really, I don't need sleep. What is sleep? I don't know. Uh, and then, what did we do? We went, we went to lunch with some of our friends. Yeah. Which and was then... fun. We went back to the room and, like, I don't know, just hung out a bit. I touched up my makeup a little bit, and then we went down. And when we got down, it was, like, 1.50 p.m., and there was already, like, a huge line forming to get into the... Wait, we, didn't the I see Anna before that? Yeah, I think, I think so. Yeah, I think we did, because that's when we saw Chugga Conroy and Masse and Ella down yeah. there. Okay, yeah, I remember now. I remember. Yeah, we... Uh, that was the day Anna and I met up because I randomly saw her sitting against a wall and I was like oh hey that's Anna <laughs> yeah was, that's Casually. my story oh hey we know you <laughs> yeah um Kim and I have been wandering around kind of just looking around trying to get the lay of the land knowing what we were doing I was freaking mm-hmm. out about everything it was great uh and we decided to take a break and sit against the wall and play with our DS's and I heard my name and I looked up and there they were. Listen, it was it was really cool. It was really cool. It was like super random too, and that was why it was fun. Because I was like, oh look, there she is. It was it was great. Took a picture. That's it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and then we got it, or we saw the YouTubers, and then the line to get into the exhibition hall, and they're all connected. So it's like the arcade and the console room, and then the like shoppers place. They're all connected. So it was just a huge line to get in. So, mm-hmm. luckily we I got mean, there I early. Know, should I, should I tell that story? About, what story? Um, about Sugar Conroy? Should I tell that story? If you want. <laughs> so, cut this out if it's awkward. But, um... I, I will do really... no such thing. Um, no. <laughs> I'm sharing my... Pure raw. Expose un- her. <laughs> yes. Expose. <laughs> okay, so, I'm, like... Um, Chuck Connor is one of my biggest inspirations like on YouTube. He's a YouTuber and he's really funny and really great. So Noelle and I have met him and Proton John, the Runway guys, once before in San Diego a couple years back when they came to do one of their shows. Mm-hmm. And so I'd, um, I'd found out all of the YouTubers that I admire that were coming to MAGFest, so I'd written them all like, le- like little letters and stuff. Aww. So one of our, um, we were having lunch with our friends and they were like, oh, look, Chad Connor and Hussein Eller over there. We should go say hi to them. And I was like, oh my god, it's too soon. Wait, I can't do this yet. And um, 
So I was kind of like standing awkwardly on like the fringes of the crowd surrounding them because I, I can't initiate a conversation to save my life. And he like Chuck Connery comes over to me and he's like, "Hey, you're um you're Diana Ace Fangirl, right? I remember you." And I was like, "Uh." <laughs> and he was like, "Oh, and uh, ULP had to a boyfriend, right?" And I was like, "How did you know about that?" <laughs> like, it was just such a surreal. One. That was when That's I hit false. me how surreal Magfest was because I was like, "How did he find out?" That I LP'd had to pull boyfriend. That was like over a year ago. It was great. Okay, that was my. Story. I mean, it doesn't That's seem it. just not to not to diminish that event for you in any way, but it doesn't seem that out of the question that you would have said aloud that you LP had to pull boyfriend, considering how many people no. you have told that you've. Let's... I mean, I, there is probably no feasible way that he should I don't see a way that he could have found out about it like he's like way up there and I'm like way down there <laughs> well I mean I always wonder like if I ever tweeted a celebrity or like anything I'm like I wonder if they go through their fans like twitters or youtubes or tumblr accounts and just like go through them so I wonder I'm like did he do that to you like oh hey like I found you through twitter I found your youtube channel Oh, like you, LP Powerful boyfriend. Oh, I will watch some of them. That's nope. totally possible. Oh yeah. That was when, it, like, that moment was when it first hit me, like how surreal Magfest was going to be, because I was like in such close proximity to like so many people that, like, so many content creators that I really admire and like would love to emulate and be like someday. And I'm just meeting them on like a personal level, and I'm able to ask them questions and have them give me advice and stuff like that. And I think that was what made my MagFest experience for me. Okay, I'm done. We can talk about other so, things now. So, Anna and Cameron, did you did you meet any famous people that you were psyched to see? I met a lot of people. I didn't personally meet them myself, but I got really giddy. Like, holy, like, look, there's someone I know from YouTube. Like, I just didn't have the nerve to go up and talk to them because mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, like, this is a long line. I need to get ready for the next panel or something like that. So I'm like, but Anna has a perfectly good story that I'm jealous to, like, a large degree about but she can tell you that well first the second day we were there i think we were hanging out in the arcade and we played one of the drum games and oh uh, one of the, the drum games, games. there like, are, there were a lot don't of, even like, get us started on those drum <laughs> the best games. games we'll talk about the arcade in a bit but oh. okay continue yeah. one story. of the many drum games in the arcade and when we finished behind us was Gaijin Goomba from well, his own channel and from Game Theorist channel. Oh, that's so cool. And Oh, wow. It was really, really cool. We didn't say anything. Yeah. But <laughs> well, it, it was like one of those things like I, like I saw him and I'm like, oh, I can't be. It's, it must be someone who's like cosplaying. It looks exactly like cosplay. him. <laughs> Turns out I watched one of his videos like recently and I'm like, oh, I just got back from Macros. Mac I'm like, dang it, 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 was, it was him. I was like, oh. I was like one of those. Oh, it's one of those. Like we're not. Ah, oh, I was ecstatic. I was like, I could. I should have said something because it was a perfect opportunity. No one was around him. It was just me and her right in front of them. And turned around. Could have said hi, hello, shook hands, and but no. I was like, ah, oh, that's fine. I was too nervous about it. Ah, <laughs> oh, so cool though. Anyway. <laughs> well, but, speaking uh, of famous people. Oh, did you have anything more to say? And I don't want to cut you off. No, all. that's fine. Keep going. I can say. I can save it. <laughs> I know where you're going with this. Uh, Okay, so Thursday night was MagProm, so Dee and I, we went back okay, to wait, our hotel. Okay, wait, wait, for our audience, what is MagProm? Uh, 
Okay, so we didn't really know what it was going to be. We didn't know if it was going to be, like, a real prom or, like, we didn't really know what it was going to entail. So they say you could either dress, like, casually or formally or just wear whatever you want. You know, it doesn't really matter. Then you just go in this ballroom and then they have, like, they had performers there and this music group was called The One-Ups and stuff. So Dina, we got like in nice dresses and stuff and went yeah. down and the one-ups performed and it was really awesome. But on the way down, we actually saw Smooth McGroove and Smooth <gasps> McGroove is an acapella video game music person. And it was just so crazy. I was just like, oh my gosh, I'd recognize that beard anywhere. But like, you know, he was trying to get in the elevator, so we couldn't really say hi. And he was uh, he was like gonna have an autograph session the next day, so it didn't really matter anyways to me. But yeah, it was we were like, oh my gosh, like we were like whispering to each other, we we're like, that's smooth McGroove, oh my gosh, that's him. So that was really interesting on the way down. But yeah, also it was really exciting at Mac Prom. Like the one ups were performing and they just do really cool video game covers and renditions, but they said that they were getting David Weiss to perform, and for you guys that don't know, he composed the Donkey Kong Country soundtracks, which are my favorite games, so I was really excited. I got a little teary-eyed, because he performed aquatic ambience on saxophone, so that was really a highlight for me, because I was not expecting him to be out there performing, but... It was really cool. Yeah. Okay, so... Here we go. When we were preparing to go to MAGFest, I was just like really you know i didn't expect like anybody i admired or like liked to go but then i found out matthew mercer was going and he's a voice actor and he plays like mccree and crom from fire emblem and ryoma fire emblem but you know Mm -hmm. if anybody knows me it's that i love mccree from overwatch i'm terrible with him but i do love him so i was like i have to meet matthew mercer and he was having an autograph session so d and i went and i brought down like my McCree plushie to sign and like a poster because I really couldn't decide but yeah we waited about we got there two hours early right two and a half I think yeah we got there two and a half hours early and there's still like a good amount of people waiting but we got there at a good time compared to later so when the autograph thing started I decided to have him sign my plushie and he just said like oh snap like that's so cute I mean he said like more explicit words but <laughs> but he was so nice and I was just like oh my gosh I love McCree so much like I'm actually a diva main but I really love McCree as a character I think he's so cool and he was like oh I appreciate it so much and he was just so nice and his fiance was there too so she also signed it and then like we were able to take a picture and stuff so that I mean I'm probably leaving out a lot of stuff but it was just so exciting and like he was just so nice like I really appreciate it when like famous people are really nice to their fans like that that's always really huge for me he also started like saying McCree voice lines to me and I almost started crying too <laughs> that's awesome I, I I really wanted to meet him too I just I saw like I think it was like the last day of MacFest I saw that was he was there and I was like I really want I was I was gonna get like a like a poster, have him sign it just to have it because that's awesome. Because all the Overwatch voice actors are just so fun. They are great. I love them. Not to bring up Ace Attorney for no reason again, <laughs> but I'm just saying 
that Matthew Mercer did voice Nayuda in the latest game, and I told him that I liked it, and he seemed really impressed because I feel like he doesn't get people that tell him that a lot compared to, you know, other bigger games like Fire Emblem and Overwatch. But I also told him that I liked Krom and thanked me for being the wind to his back and the sword at his side, which was super cute. <laughs> you know, just Krom things. It was great. Hashtag just Krom things. <laughs> <laughs> that was cool, too. Do we have another... Another famous person's story. One more. Anna. <laughs> I saw your pictures. Yeah, I uh, posted the pictures because I was really excited. Um, so found out on Twitter because I live on Twitter that uh, Gerard Khalil, the uh, completionist, was going to be at Magfest, which is really cool because I think he's great. And my <laughs> sister and I, maybe a few months earlier, were talking about him. And we're just like, he seems really, really nice. And both of us were like, we want to give him a hug because he just seems like a huggable person. And so on Twitter, found out he was going to be at MacFest. I'm like, that's so cool. I was like, I'm probably not going to be able to see him at all because I'm awkward and don't go looking for people. But that's really cool. Found out the next day that he'd be having a meetup in the lobby of the hotel. And I was like, well, I guess I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Uh, tomorrow. I sat in the lobby for a good hour because there wasn't really anything else I wanted to do at that point. But I sat there for an hour and waited until the time of his meetup. And I was, my face was like red. <laughs> I was wearing my red Earthbound sweatshirt, so it was probably like the same color. And like I was shaking and my heart was being really fast because I'm awkward again very awkward he was really yeah. really nice and i don't know what i said but words just came out of my mouth <laughs> uh, he, signed, he signed my zelda journal i got to give him a hug and he took two pictures with me uh one was just a nice selfie the other one he was just like okay now duck face i'm like all right i guess i'm doing a duck <laughs> face now but that was really cool and awesome. at the same time like behind behind me when i was like standing there waiting the guys from continue were there and I was just like, oh, God, I want to turn around and say something, but I'm not going to because I'm frozen in fear. So that happened, too. It was great. <laughs> but it was really, really cool. Gerard's really nice. I texted my sister and was just like, I got to hug Gerard. She was like, I want to hug Gerard. <laughs> <laughs> so jealous. So jealous. <laughs> yeah. And then I went downstairs and uh, Cam was in line for thing VR and he was game. like wait that's today and i was like yeah it was today yeah it's today he's like oh no i'm already in line for this thing it had a really long line I'm like oh, i'll see how it is i really didn't like the thing i was really disappointed <laughs> i should have just gone to but no so real quick because we we've talked about celebrities for quite a while <laughs> um let's just let's just rattle off any other celebrities that you saw just to round this out and so that i can fill the tags with famous people and get lots of hits on the podcast <laughs> Okay. I saw a lot um, of Team Skull members. Oh, yeah. <laughs> not, that doesn't count. They're oh, very they were so many. <laughs> I saw uh, on the last day, like right behind me, Choco Conroy was in the merch hall, and I was going to say something, but then I didn't. Because, <laughs> again, I'm so terrifyingly awkward. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, very awkward, too. So like, when it so came to much. like trying to talk to them... Or like any of the YouTubers, I'm like, I don't even know you that well, but I'm just, this is just who I am as a person, so I'm just really awkward and nervous to meet you, but you all seem very lovely. <laughs> um, but no, um, the one time, uh, uh, Spinda Cruz had a panel 
for like why games are inspiring and whatnot to people. And it was really cool. He sounded like he was really pumped about talking about this. And he basically just opened the floor to have people talk about it to and fro. I wanted to talk about something like from my childhood, but I wasn't given an opportunity to speak. But he seemed really cool, and I really wish I could have talked to him more. But he just not uh, cool, awesome. Yeah, Dan and I got his autograph, and he was—he really was a great guy. Like I got to tell he was him awesome. that. I got to tell him about like, oh, I loved your Rainbow Road covers because they remind me of my childhood and stuff. And he was—he was just so cool about it. So I'm really glad that I got to meet him. Okay, list of famous people that we met. So we went. To, well, we'll save. I guess the Runaway Guys panel for we all went to that together. Because um, we met up with Cam and Anna before that started. Miss Anella, who I've met before at Anime Expo, who I talk about in my articles every year. Uh, I got to meet Luca Jin for the first time, which was amazing. Noel and I is a really good friend. Adriana Figueroa, Adrisaurus on YouTube, who does beautiful, beautiful video game covers. Also Steven Universe covers a bunch of stuff. She is such a sweetheart. And basically the reason that we went to MacFest, because she wouldn't mm-hmm. stop harassing us. And... Am I missing anybody? But I mean, those are the people we met. Yeah, I think that was that covers everyone that we met. Yeah. I met a cool video game lawyer, too. But that's a story for another day. Oh, yeah. We'll see if that goes anywhere. Working on getting an internship. <laughs> well, he's pretty famous. He worked with H3H3, who are very famous YouTubers before. So I think he has a pretty good reputation. Yeah, he's... Seems like a really cool guy, and he works in the field that I want to work in. So I don't, I don't know. Hope we're talking go. about anymore. His name's Ryan Morrison. He's oh, what's his Twitter at video, video game, game attorney. attorney. Yeah, that he works with a lot of YouTubers and indie game developers on like copyright, trademark stuff like that. So after I go to law school, that's what I'm oh, hoping so to do too. It wasn't just a person dressed up like Edgeworth that you were like, yeah, I was trying to get an internship. Wink, wink. You know. Tonight. Dressed up as Edgeworth would have been a plus, but not necessary. Okay. <laughs> um, actions speak for themselves, so it's fine. Can let that go. Uh, I think that's everyone famous that we met. Mm-hmm. So, moving <laughs> on. In addition to famous people that you can see at Magfest, there's also a giant room filled, or two giant rooms really filled with video games, right? Unless that's been changed. No, yep. they're, no, no, they're, they're exactly there. there. <laughs> so, tell, let's, so they're divided into like arcade area and console area, right? Yes. There's actually yes. kind of three if you want to count the indie game show yeah. area too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, okay, so why don't we why don't we run through some highlights of doing stuff in there and let's let's try to keep it to the highlights <laughs> just so that we have enough time to cover everything. <laughs> Sorry, we like to talk. No, it's cool. It's cool. I just just letting you know that we're not going to be able to talk about everything. Probably. But we they had a try. lot of Japanese rhythm games that were really fun to play. Basically, yeah. Basically, half the arcade was dedicated to all rhythm games, practically. That's where. Noel and I spent pretty much all of our time. Were those that were those all the drum game, games? Yeah, drum games, beat games, all those games. Oh, so fun. There was a guy working one of the dance games, and it wasn't like just dance. It was something else. I don't know what it was, but he was working it, and I was very impressed. Mm. Oh, oh there yeah. were like crazy people on DDR. Like it was insane. I kind of wanted to record some of them because they were like. 
you, you know how they have like the bars on the back of the machine? They were just completely had their hands on those bars and leaning on them and just letting their feet like go and do the moves. And I was like, how do you do that? Like, I'm pretty sure I would fall and die. I'm like, I can't even see all the arrows, to be quite honest with you. Well, and I tried to play DDR and we stopped. The hell? <laughs> we did too! Yay! Yeah. It wasn't like, we like It wasn't yeah. actual DDR. It was something else where everything was diag was like the oh, diagonal. That's the one arrows. we played. Yeah, that's what it we was, did too. Yeah, it was bad. Art. I couldn't find <laughs> the arrows. Yeah, I was like, where am I supposed to stand? Like, what's the central position here? But we yeah, dying. the rhythm games were the best. Okay. Uh, okay. So aside from dancing games, what else did you see? They had um, a lot of pinball machines. They had a lot of fighting game machines, which I expected, like old Street Fighter games, Marvel vs. Capcom, and I played some of that and got my butt handed to me, but whatever. But I liked a lot of the older vintage arcade games. Like, I got to play Donkey Kong for the arcade, and I thought that was really cool, because that's the game I've always enjoyed playing, and it does remind me. Like, I don't know, Backfest in general just gave me a lot of nostalgia feels, but just the Donkey Kong machine gave me those feels a lot, too. But other than that, we are just playing that drum game. We gravitated. We played that, that drum, drum game, game so many times. It was great. We became pros in a weekend. Yeah. We did become pretty good at it. Until Noelle decided to crank the difficulty up to, like, what, eight? And it was I like a hot the mess challenge. after that. <laughs> that was not fun. But you, that was really fun. Uh, they had a uh, shooting rhythm game, too. Like, you, you use a gun was... and you shoot things to the rhythm of the song. Did you guys go into the console room at all? Sort of, kind of. Briefly. Yeah, I I didn't spend too much time. We didn't spend too much time there that much. The only thing I think I played there was a giant NES controller thing. That was the only thing I was playing. He played Punch Out. He's never played Punch Out before. It's on a giant controller. I haven't haven't played it in general, and playing it on a giant controller was even more so. I wanted to play Super Mario Brothers, but no. I didn't know where to find out the cartridge. Yeah, that was the hard thing about the console rooms is, like, you had to wait to play certain games and stuff. Like, some people are just, like, going through all the Super Mario Brothers trilogy games and, like, Donkey Kong Country and, like, Sonic games. So they were going to be there for a while, which is why I didn't play a lot in there. I would have liked to, but it was just going to be too much waiting for me. I did I did I- play Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3, and it was not pretty. I was very rusty, but... I still had a good time. I got to play uh, the Fatal Frame game on the Wii, which was something I've been hoping to pick up for a while. and Or the Wii U, I mean. Um, and so someone had left the demo running, and I was like, well, going to take that. So I did. It was great. Finished nice. the demo for whoever that person was. It was super fun. Yeah. As I said, it's not like the gamer wasn't fun. It was just, there's a, like a thousands of like different consoles, even like the same console. Like There's like three or four or five or seven different like ps3s all lined out for like everyone to use and you have to go to the central location and like i don't know what you had to turn in or like, you get a bar of the game but you have to get something as like identification or something like that to hold the game while you've played or something like that i think mm-hmm. i'm not sure how it worked that was just my guess but it was pretty cool they probably had like thousands of different games to choose from but yeah when i was there at least the ones i played on it seemed like they just had ones that 
were just it like they had an NES and that one had the one I found and you can imagine why I picked it was just the one that had Mega Man 2 in it and it was just yep. the one that had Mega Man 2 in it. We played some we played some round robin Mega Man so like each person getting a chance to do like you each person doing a level and like handing it off to someone. And then yeah. I did the Heat Man disappearing bricks without the item 2 for a live audience and I was very proud of myself. Ooh. Everyone was very <laughs> impressed. Wow, even that's performance. Even though, pressure. honestly, though that that section is not very hard, it's just like. But still, it's just like because it's like the same. It's really the same. Once you get past the first part where you can't actually die, it's really just the same jump over and over again. You just have to be able to jump, knowing that the thing is going to be there. But it's the same jump every single time, basically. Mm-hmm. You don't really have to memorize anything. Anyway, little Mega Man sidetrack done. I was gonna say um, now we've officially filled our Ace Attorney <laughs> and Mega Man quota. qualifications for this podcast. We're good. Yeah. We can just stop. Yeah. Um. <laughs> okay. So aside from that, there's also a lovely artist, Allie. In... Oh, stole all my money. Oh. I, I... I, I wanted to talk about something real quick. Okay. Yeah, I had one more thing about the game, too, if you don't mind. Sure, go on. Anna, you um, can go first. In the Indie Showcase room, uh, on Twitter, MidBoss, who made and developed uh, and published 2064 read-only memories, was going to be there. And so I went to the Indie Showcase room going, okay, this is the only thing I'm actually really interested in. I looked around at the other games. I didn't really pay much attention though uh but i actually did get to play a short demo of 2064 about 10 days before it came out and it made me super duper excited for the actual release but yeah and i also i saw uh, it when you're walking through and i was like oh there's anna's game (laughs) read only memories has been covered pretty thoroughly in the past couple of weeks (laughs) you think all for good reason I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna stop gushing about it. So, it'll reach um, Mega Man and Ace Attorney status soon. <laughs> it's going to. <laughs> Be ready. But yeah, I did that, and uh, it was really cool. I got a free poster and a pin that I wear like every day with my roommate just screamed. I'm sorry, <laughs> with Turing space on it. Your child. My child. But yeah, that's all I wanted to talk about. Well, I, I, I guess for me, like the one thing that was really cool, I found this arcade game that I don't know if they were testing it or like they were showing it off like a showcase but it was called Killer Queen and if, I don't know if uh, Diana Noel saw it at all while they're at their arcade at all it's a giant two screened game we have a blue team and an orange team on one side it's a 5v5 player game and one person on each team is the queen which basically is like she can fly around and cut things with a sword anyway so basically all the characters are kind of like worky bees that who everyone who isn't a queen i should say is little worker bees and there are three different ways to win there is an, an economic victory which is you have to get all the holes in your little base filled up with little like fruits i guess you can call them or honey whatever you want to call it there's a snail victory which is there's a snail somewhere on the map or the battlefield where you have to basically get on top of the snail and like 
shimmy the snail all the way to your side of the base, which is kind of like capture a flag almost. And then there's the military victory, which means the enemy team has to lose their three, lose their queen three times in a row, and it's chaotic as like possibly as as you can imagine. It's chaotic because you try to like manage all different things going on at once and watch the enemy team at the same time and try to screw them over while you're facing them. It was really fun. I played. I think I played the game for like a good half hour with just random people coming in and out, just switching different positions and whatnot. And I I, I can't do the queen. It's too complex of a like control scheme even though it's just a but there's just a joystick and a single button for the game but just because you're so important not to die but also you want to make sure everyone else can get caught and whatnot it's it's really fun i i definitely say look it up if you're not understanding how i'm describing it exactly but it's really really cool do you remember the name uh killer queen killer queen you probably said that i just didn't hear the first time i'm sorry no, that's fine. It's yeah, Killer Queen Arcade is what I looked up to find screenshots screenshots of it to show my friends because like this game is really fun. Except you can't really buy it on Steam. It's a arcade game, but it's it's cool. It's really fun. I definitely want to play it again, but I don't think I will unless like a local arcade finds it. But it looks pretty expensive. That sounds really awesome. I don't think we saw that. No. Yeah, I don't remember seeing it. It was um by like the lower strip of of arcade games at the at the very back. It's. It has a it had two screens on each side and then a bigger screen up top for the audience to watch all the mad that's okay. going on. Oh, we yeah, 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 yeah. I think but we just made a beeline cool. for that drum game though. Oh yeah. <laughs> you made a beeline was... past the B game. I wasn't gonna say it. <laughs> We're not I here to talk it. about bees or that meme. Hey, that didn't bring up any memes. <laughs> okay, no, moving on. Will. There is, uh, in addition to video games in giant rooms, MAGFest also has art for sale in giant rooms. So, did you did you guys have any adventures with art and the losing of oh, money? Oh, did we ever. My wallet sure yeah. had an adventure. <laughs> yeah, my wallet sure did as well. <laughs> yep, But it was definitely. worth it. Every single penny. It, yeah, it definitely was totally worth it. I, I bought maybe like three things for myself and I bought all of my other friends things to small stuff because I didn't know uh, if they were ever get a chance to go to MacFest down the line so I'm like oh, I'm going to give them something for MacFest because why not because I saw one thing from one friend I'm like oh I gotta get something else for them because I feel bad if I didn't so but I got a bunch of little stuff a bunch of oh, a bunch of Overwatch stuff because my friends and I haven't played it constantly so I got everyone something of their main or whatnot. except for Winston Winston didn't get any love from the convention unfortunately <laughs> But that was, was amazing artwork. Yeah, I love to support artists because I'm actually an artist myself. So I know like it's a lot of labor of love and stuff. And it's hard to put yourself out there in art. So I, I like to support their art. But it's also just really nice. And I love the charms they make and the buttons. So it becomes really dangerous for me really quickly. Especially when they have all the things that you like. Which for <laughs> me was, it was either Samus Aran. It was Voltron, or it was, like, Overwatch. Overwatch so I bought... was probably everywhere. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but for me, I wanted McCree things because I just... McCree's my favorite character. I wanted D.Va and McCree things, but I was only able to find one McCree print in the whole artist alley. So I did buy a good majority of, like, D.Va things, and then the rest was just all for Voltron, and that was that. My wallet was, like... 
stop buying things and I just couldn't restrain myself. I have too many posters in my room already, so I had like no room for more posters. I also have no room for more posters, but that didn't stop me. Yeah. Um, same. My uh my Fire Emblem poster collection expanded significantly oh, uh, yeah. from Magfest. Uh I got I got a couple Ace Attorney prints too and two Ace Attorney shirts. Even though I did Ooh. not need any more Ace Attorney shirts. Oh yeah. <laughs> Could never have too much. I got pretty it, there's some pretty great shirts. I love them so much. And uh Adrian our friend actually got me and uh Noel both charms of our Ace Attorney husbands. Uh, mm-hmm. I have my Miles Edgeworth on my phone. And I carry him everywhere. Apollo's buried in my backpack somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's everything I bought. I bought yeah. some Fire Emblem, a, a lot of, mostly Fire Emblem, everything Fire Emblem, actually, that I could get my hand on. Yeah. I bought two t-shirts, too. I bought a Chun-Li t-shirt, and I bought a Samus t-shirt. So pro tip, if you ever go to a convention, a lot of these artists and marketplace people have, like, buy a two-for-thirty deal or, like, some kind of a deal like that. So go with a friend so you can team up and split the cost. Exactly. And you both get yeah. what you want. So we did. Yeah, me and Diana, we did that for our Metroid and Ace Attorney t-shirts, and it was the best thing ever. Pro tips. I bought dice, so I finally have uh, dice for if we ever do an RPG cast or D&D cast ever again. Well, we'll have... And they're really um, pretty. I used the the dice I got at MAGFest for um, train buddies. (gasps) I'm gonna use use them one day. I I um, bought... Funny story, I rolled to make um, our cat love me, and I got a one. Aww. So that was fun. But um, I got dice, a dice bag. Uh, I got a lot of stickers. They're all on my new laptop. I got a lot from Cam, actually. His original plan was to get me a Turing plushie, but they were all sold out. (laughs) So he got me a bunch of stickers instead, plus a little Link figure. Yeah. Which is really cool. I wanted to get it so badly, but day one we were walking around with each other. I couldn't get it then. It wouldn't be a surprise. And day two, I just, like, I was debating about it, what she wanted. And then day three, I'm like, I want to go buy it. And, like, saw her around. I'm like, grr. I also got a pack of read only memories pins, which are on my backpack. And there was someone actually selling some Hamilton things. Uh, I actually. Video games. <laughs> No, it's not, but it's still pretty nerdy. It was Voltron, it's music. it was still there. It's music. Um, <laughs> but I got I got my roommates both keychains. I got my one roommate a Cubone keychain, and my other roommate got a Alexander Hamilton keychain. I got cam pins. Uh, I got my little stickers, and I got my little sister uh, a t-shirt for Stardew Valley, because when I asked her what she wanted, she said she wanted something with Stardew Valley. I also got her two other things. Uh, I got her a necklace that matches the one I'm wearing right now, which is like a... Yes, the one you're wearing right now that everyone can I'm I'm going to explain it. Shut up. It looks beautiful. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) It's it's like a vial. It's one of those vial necklaces. And it says dragon's blood. I thought you liked it. (laughs) I knew... I was... I was... Waiting for you to make the joke. Like after I said it, I couldn't think of you another word. You did not word, have to wait very long. I did not. Um, <laughs> like immediately after I said it, I was like, "He's gonna say it." Um, but it says "Dragon's Blood" on it, and it's just like this little red potion bottle-looking thing. So we have, we both have that now. 
And I got her something else. Oh, I got uh, someone was someone had these stickers of the Pokemon evolutions, but they looked like Tsum Tsums, like the Disney Tsum Tsum characters. I got her a Squirtle evolution one of that. That's cute. I'll, and that's what the uh, stickers I got for my little look like too. They're like all the evolutions, and uh-huh. I also have two on my laptop that are Litwick and Fennekin. It's really, really cute. I also that got a Lawn Lawn cute. Milk necklace, and it looks really cool. And an Earthbound t-shirt. That's what I got. <laughs> but yeah, Cam bought, bought a lot of stuff for, like, everyone <laughs> in our group chat from Gamers Guild. Stuff. So many people. <laughs> oh, yes. I love stuff. Yeah. I also, like- I got a really cute little present for my friend from... One of the friends we met at MAGFest, he just came up to me, he's like, you know, well, I know how much you love Team Skull. I didn't know what you would do with this, but you can have it. And it's just a little fabric with the Team Skull emblem, and I was just like, I love it so much. It's the most beautiful thing and, like, the nicest gift I've ever received. And it just sits, like, by my computer and reminds me of who I play Overwatch for, Team Skull. <laughs> Even though they're from Pokemon, I don't care. I want to be part of Team Skull really bad. <laughs> You and everyone else at Magvis. <laughs> do we want to thought... sidetrack into that story? Because you keep bringing it up, um, and I'm really interested in hearing uh, about it. You did not hear about it? I mean, I've heard things it about it. It was all over Twitter. Was there like a... No, I didn't hear about any like consistent thing. I, I saw oh, some God, they cosplay. Were everywhere. <laughs> yeah, they were literally <laughs> everywhere. Like multiple yeah. groups of people. <laughs> And the they, like, made parades, and, like, they were grouping up together. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, Dancing. they were everywhere. I'm sure they took, a, they took a, like, a giant group photo somewhere, I imagine. There's, like, pictures of them all, like, taking over the whole escalator and stuff. It's so funny. It was pretty great. They danced in the elevator with us, too. Like, they put on their rap music in a crowded elevator, and they just started dancing and, like, singing and it was so it was great i loved them so much that was pretty much it that was the story it was very entertaining (laughs) (laughs) all right it was just incredible there's a lot of videos on twitter so you can go look them up through magfest so in between all of this thing buying and game playing and famous people seeing did you have any time to actually attend any of the panels or events that magfest (laughs) a little bit we went to two panels. Yes, both of them on my request, mostly. Um, we went, well, let's start with the one that we didn't see Anna and Cam at first. Um, we went to the panel for the attorney I mentioned earlier, and it was basically mostly for game developers, like indie game developers, like talking about how to best develop their indie games. But the attorney was there, and I really wanted to meet him so that I could you know, make that future connection. So I did. And it was a really interesting, it was like an interesting panel. Like they talked about art and um, a lot of legal stuff, which was interesting to me. I don't know no, how interesting I it was. Felt like, I felt like I learned a lot from it and stuff. That, And there was just a lot of things I didn't think about before when it came to yeah. making games. So it was a really interesting panel. I think if, if like any any developers ever go to MAGFest, they should find a panel like that because it was very informative and I liked it a lot. Yeah, uh, they were they were very honest and very real about like what it's like to develop a game and stuff. 
So I really appreciated that. And they were like, oh, we worked really hard. We made this presentation for you. And they put it up, and it was just a picture of a duck going back and forth. <laughs> that was their like presentation. Like a small, tiny, pixelated duck gif. It was great. And then the other panel that we went to was the one where we met up with Anna and Cam completely on accident. Uh, and that was the Runaway Guys panel. And since Noelle and I have gone to one before, you guys can talk about your experience. Well, uh, first we're going to talk about the line that we tried to pour. <laughs> oh my god. At, uh, <laughs> The panel, the like, the panel started at 8:30, and I was just like, "Well, there's probably going to be a huge line, so let's go after dinner." Um, so after eating, we went upstairs and we sat down, and we're just like, "We don't know what we're going to do, so we're just going to sit here." Sat there, Diana and Noel and some of their friends came by, and so we decided we were going to make a line, and we were told to move because, like. We were because too early. <laughs> we were way, we were way too early, and I totally we were understand. Way too early. Like, People were getting confused. They're like, "Is this the line for this other panel?" And we're like, "No, no." We're like, "No, go ahead." This is all. But line. they asked us to move, and so we moved like several feet to the other side of the doorway. And the woman came back, and she was like, "Yeah, can you guys move again?" We're like, "Yeah, I guess." <laughs> so we went around the corner. Yeah, Cam and I oh, went back. I think back. you guys you guys left at that point. You guys went to go yeah, back we went and do back. shopping. Yeah, we did some more shopping and then we came back up. And then we, and we started were literally the just sitting around the line. Corner. We were waiting to wait. Yeah. There's a lot and of then that we, at then, they, then they allowed us to get in the actual line and we waited some more. Were but we got really front? good seats. We were, yeah, we were really close to the front. Yeah, we were really close to the front. Um sat there for a good hour before we were let in. And these two guys who weren't actually in line. Oh. Like, oh, no. And a fight almost actually broke out. It was It got it ugly. Was great. I thought somebody was going to throw a punch. Like, there, yeah. there was a lot of Fs, like, F-words used and swearing. And, like, they oh, were, wow. like, the two people, like, their noses were going to touch. And, like, they're puffing out their chests. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, it's, it's just a panel. It's just video games. Like. Guys, I don't want to okay. see people get hurt, you know. But yeah, that one guy was kind of uh, he he was <laughs> I'm I'm not trying to make this a joke, but he was kind of out yeah. of line. <laughs> I didn't even make that joke, but I couldn't think of another way to say it. Um That's good. But he was but, though. Yeah, he I was, appreciate it. I I knew you would. Uh, but um it was kind of scary. But, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, it was kind of like a game show. Uh, none of our numbers got called except for uh, Diana and Noelle's friend. The very end. It would have like, been Noelle's card. End. It would have been my card, but I'm like, I get if stage fright, and I don't work well under... I don't do well, like, performing video games, especially these really obscure, like, Space Jam video games, like, from the 90s or whatever. So it's like... Oh, like somebody else could have it. I've never heard Space Jam used as an adjective. (laughs) They did play a weird basketball game, in my defense. But yeah, the guy who was kind of a jerk, too. He was a jerk. I was really mad at him. Yeah, the guy who won. That's not okay in my book. He was really extra. He was really rude. It was still a lot of fun to watch. Oh, yeah. Their panel's always great. Like, they do that at every convention they go to, and it's... 
I've watched a lot of them on YouTube too, and it's always super fun. You've been to a panel of theirs before that too, right? Yeah, no, well, yeah. they came to San Diego one year around Comic-Con time. This was what, like three, four years ago maybe? And that yeah. was the first and only time that I've met them. So they remembered me from back then. <laughs> the one question that, was... that I didn't know was the one I got, and it was like Katamari something. It was Katamari. I was, like, I was like, this is the one game I do not know. But yeah, that was, it was super fun. Um, and then they had a like mini panel slash Q&A session afterwards that Noelle and I went to, and that's when I mm-hmm. got to take pictures with them all again. Super fun. Uh, I found, oh, I don't think I actually told um, Anna and Cam this, but I found, I was talking to um, some, oh, I did go to another panel, I forgot, um, but I was talking to some mods later, like some people that I met, and um, I found out that John found out about our line. <laughs> oh, he did? Good. Yeah, he Good. found out about it, because we were, um, I was talking to some of the mods in, like, Nintendo Capri Sun and Family Jewels' chats, and they were like, yeah, um, we found out about some people that like started a line like super early and um, Tyler and I looked at each other and we're like, that was us. <laughs> we did that. Oh my gosh, Our... I didn't even know. That's great. So yeah, because we were talking about it. Um, but that reminds me, I did go to another panel without Noelle because it was at 1.30 in the morning and she was tired. I got sick too. Mag sick, so, yes. Yeah. That is a thing. She oh yeah, get sick. I was sick. really bad that. But I went to a panel... Um, when was it Saturday night? I think with yeah. uh, it was Adriana Figueroa and a bunch of other like YouTube cover video game cover Family makers. Jewels. Yeah, uh, um, we got to meet all of them too, which was really cool. Um, talking about like how to make video game covers um, and on the internet and how to make money off of them. So if I ever decide to go anywhere with this whole singing thing, I could do that because I now have the tools to do that. That won't happen. Just kidding. But, um, yeah, that was super, that was a good panel. So that's the thing about MAGFest, I think. Like, if you're, like, interested in, like, whatever kind of niche you're in for, like, content creating or game making or whatever, there will inevitably be a panel for you. Yeah, it's very different from the panels I've seen at Anime Expo, which is all, like, just role-playing or voice acting or, like, something a little bit more useful. But I really like the panels at MAGFest and how, like, you were able to learn things and really get a lot out of them. Yeah, but most voice acting panels that I've been to have been kind of disappointing, not by any fault of the the people running them, like the yeah. actual voice actors, so much as, like, they almost all just end up boiling down to, hey, can you say this thing in the yeah. voice, please? Yeah. It's like, okay, cool. You're basically soliciting them for stuff they usually get paid for, first of all. The second, like... I don't know, like, they don't, most of the questions usually just end up being the same sorts of questions of, like, how do I get into voice acting? And it's like, that question usually has a pretty same answer. You can also look it up online. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Well, at Anime Expo, they have Japanese voice actors come by sometimes, so we went to one of them, so it was a different experience. But yeah. that's not MAGFest, so that's for a different yeah. time. Yeah. But... Um, are there any uh, are there any other panel stories that you have? Um, I think I could throw one small one in there. Um, yeah. It was a there were this this panel was about like different intro intro scenes to video games. The first scene oh. you see, like not like the when you 
it's like basically how it categorizes any any movie scene that you see before you hit start. Oh, like so the, like a catch. Yeah, it had to it had to catch your attention. It was it couldn't mm-hmm. be something you hit start and like oh it's the beginning prologue. Yeah, like, it has to be something where um yeah you, that's the criteria that all the different intros. But I think there's a lot of really a, funny ones. And in a lot of um technical cases, it's referred to as an eye catch. But yeah. I don't know. They don't really serve that purpose as much anymore. It's kind of a holdover from arcade stuff, where like it literally was like that's what they showed, so that you would walk over and play their video game. Yeah, but they had a bunch of really funny examples. Some very like, like you know, generic ones you would picture. Um, what's what, I'm trying to think of any. All, all of them are currently escaping my head at the moment. But there were a lot of JRPG ones that showed up. Um. I believe Tales of... I think it's Symphonia, I believe it's called. I think I have mm-hmm. it somewhere. But... Well, there's a lot of Tales games, but that is yeah. one of them. And I, it's just like, it's one of those games and how they, they typically have like a way of introducing all the characters, very flashy, like going through all of them real quick and then showing basically almost the entire story in the game, kind of, sort of, in the intro. But the one they had for number one was my favorite just because of the way they introduced it. They said, okay, okay, okay. Listen to us for a second. We okay. Let's all say this. Put this aside for a second. We all know this is a horrible game. This is a terrible game. It shouldn't exist. Okay, oh, that's God. over there. Okay, put that over there. This intro is the best intro to all video games ever. Okay, ready? And they played it. Okay. And as soon as the first like cut came by, we all knew what it was. And guess what game it was? What game was it? Shadow the Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Does that I does that have a good intro scene? It's very it it sets the tone of the game like you get you get caught into it very fast like holy crap this is amazing I want to play and then like the one point they said that, that drove them over the edge of why they put this as number one was that in the morning in the morning before they, they did their panel one of them pointed out that when um you see Shadow behind Sonic and Sonic falls down like after he got mortally wounded and whatnot he putting out saying like that, that that right there could almost be like how they reveal the whole moral dilemma in the game where you can choose to be good or bad like who knows like what if like 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 sonic took the bullet for shadow because shadow has been such a good guy the entire game or it could be shadow's about to shoot sonic in the back of the head who knows that's how you put it and it's like holy crap this is, this is amazing even though it, it might not have been their intention to do that but it's like they went into all different details about the music the pick of music and whatnot and yeah it was, it was really funny at the end of it. It's like, put this, this is a terrible game, put that aside. This trailer, though, the best. Yeah, the Sonic the Sonic games actually have pretty good intro cutscenes a lot of the time. I really like the intro cutscene to Sonic Unleashed. Um, mm. Just because it's, like, very, it's very well animated, and it's, it does, there's not as much talking in it yeah. as a lot of other ones, and so, like, you, there's it's just like visual spectacle for a lot of it yeah um yeah. I, I i'm a big fan for anything that can show off like exactly what they're saying through visuals more than dialogue that's mm-hmm. that's with any medium so are there any other fun stories that you want to add to the magfest experience that we haven't had a chance to cover yes <laughs> <laughs> okay then i'm glad i asked <laughs> cam and i went to a panel um that was put on by three authors whose names I wish I could remember, and I feel really bad for not remembering. One of them was Robert, I think. I think. 
That will narrow cool. it down. <laughs> Got one. Kind but, of. uh, they were doing a panel on storytelling in video games. It was really, really cool. Um, they talked a lot about what they liked and what they didn't like. They actually mentioned Ratchet and Clank, which, Cam, <laughs> your comments on that. It was funny because it's, I can completely understand what they're coming from. I enjoyed all the Clatter and Clank games to to me because it's a childhood and whatnot. I loved all that. But um, the Robert, who's the one I remember because he talked about Ratchet and Clank, he had a good point because the reason why the first one was so successful in his mind was the fact that Ratchet was just, you know, uh, just a regular old mechanic or whatnot. He had nothing. He never wanted to be a hero. He liked it, I think, if I remember correctly. He liked all, like, you know, Cla- not Galactic Rangers, but, you know, Quark and whatnot, but he didn't aspire to be that. Then all this crazy stuff happens with Clank falling to the earth. He's like, oh, I'll, I'll help him out. But then he gets in trouble and he has to go on this giant adventure. He's an unwilling participant in it, but he steps up to the plate like as like an everyday guy. You know, it's kind of you can relate to it. It's like, it's, oh, he's a normal person. You can, anyone can stand up to this evil and be a hero. Kind of cool message, and you can get get behind. He says he doesn't like the future series because he's becomes a hero, and there's something he's just a hero going through all the motions and whatnot. There's no like that one beginning story arc to get him to become a hero. So that's the worst way I can sum it up, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, they talked about what they, uh, a few games that they really liked. And then the one that I went to that was right after that was a world building one, mostly aimed at like people who are doing D and D who are, who write stories. And it was in a very small room um, it was really cool that um, a lot of the questions that people were asking were really good, especially about like gods and stuff, like how people react to gods and like what, uh, like in storytelling in different worlds, like based on how things are going, like in their culture, like if things are going well or if things are going very poorly, depends on how they see their like their god if they're like a merciful god or angry scary i'm going to smite you all gods but i left slightly early to go to the next panel i was in but i got a message from kate J, a uh, former writer for game cola who's like i think i was sitting behind you <laughs> in the world building I that. yeah in the world building uh panel and we tried to get together uh, before the weekend was over, but we didn't get a chance, so that was kind of not awesome. But hopefully next year, that would be cool if I can go next year. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, I agree. But the next one I went to was the Incomplete uh, History of Nerd Music, which was actually amazing. <laughs> because it started off in, like, I forget... The guy who did the Elements song. Oh, Tom Lehrer. Yes. There's ammonium, arsenic, aluminum, selenium, yep. and hydrogen, and oxygen, and nitrogen, and rhenium, and nickel, neodymium, neptunium, germanium, and iron, americium, ruthenium, uranium, uranium, zirconium, rutesium, vanadium, and lanthanum, and nacetine, and radium, and golden protactinium, and indium, and gallium, and iodine, and thorium, and thulium, and thallium, yttrium, ytterbium, actidium, rubidium, ah, no, I messed it up, but yeah. I haven't had a chance to talk, so let me have my thing. Wow. No, that's fine. That's why I let you keep going. Um, I don't know the whole song, but I, I can, I can, if I, if I weren't on a podcast, I can probably get through the first two sort of section. If you divide it into four. 
Yeah. I can get like the first two sections. And yeah, then most it started, of the third. It, it started off with him, went through uh, some, like, some more stuff that went through some copyright issues that people were having, like, things that weren't actually copyrighted or whatever. It's like parody is making, like, parody blatantly legal. <laughs> um, uh, I forget some of the stuff that they went through. They went through a band from Japan that I can't remember the name of, but we listened to one of their songs. It sounded a lot like what video game music uh, came to sound like, like only a few years later. So it was like kind of. What was the what was the I style? I I don't even know how to explain it. Was it like a mixture of like regular music and then like chip tune or? It was. It was basically early chip tune. It was like. That's what it was. Okay. I don't know if I'd say they, like, were the ones who started it, but that's what it seemed like. I could be very wrong on that. My memory is not great. Talked about Weird Al, and just, it it was just very, very cool and interesting, because I like music. (laughs) And then what was the other panel that I went to? The last panel that I went to was the Continue panel, where the guys from Continue were there. Satchbag was there. And it was a lot like the Runaway Guys panel where uh, they had people coming up and playing games. And at the very end, somebody came out and played the National Anthem on, I don't even know what instrument it was, but it made air horn horn noises. I think it was just a keyboard that made air horn noises. And it was very, very patriotic and amazing. But that's all of my panel stories. All right. Do we have any other non-panel stories, non-anything-else-we've-covered stories that you'd like to talk about before we wrap things up? This is kind of on topic, but also kind of not. We weren't actually planning on going to MAGPROM, but Diana and Noelle said they were going, so we're just like, yeah, I guess we could go. So when we went to get lunch, I also bought a dress. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. Uh, it was, like, very cheap, like $10. <laughs> but um, with the plans of going that night, And then when we got back to our hotel that night, I was just like, I feel, like, really gross, and I want to just sleep forever. So I bought a dress for no reason in National Harbor. It was great. (laughs) It was great. I mean, yeah. Now you have a black dress that you can wear somewhere. It's actually blue, so... I thought it was black. It looked black Yeah, you got a blue dress you can wear somewhere. It's blue and and it's And it has glitter on it, which is great, because I like glitter. Glitter? It's gonna be great. I can wear it to something. I don't know what. You could be okay, fancy. Fancy for no reason. But yeah, hopefully um, next year. Hopefully next year we can actually get a room. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it, I mean, was, it's not, it was. It was cold. It's not. It's not like it, a room wasn't bad. I liked it, but it's just. I mean, the drive wasn't bad over to the hotel either. It's just you know whatever. It's like you know cheap to do. You know. It was just but, very it was cold. a huge struggle to get a room. Like I yeah. sat in front of my computer for like three hours waiting for it to open. Not worth it. Um, I can't. I don't think I can think of anything else story-wise to say. That pretty much sums up my Magfest experience. Without getting too in detail into anything else, I would say the same. Well, yeah, I can't think of anything else. Turkey was awesome. That's all I could say. 
if you're still craving some MAGFest stories, we have a few posts from Diana and Anna about their trip to MAGFest so that you can see those. So mm-hmm. be sure to check those out if you're still hankering for MAGFest after this, like, hour of just, just <laughs> MAGFest. I think this is the most <laughs> one-topic podcast we've ever had. Uh, I'm <laughs> Also... If you want more, even more MAGFest, you can go watch um, Noelle's vlogs of us at MAGFest. Yep, there will be a new... Well, depending on when this comes out, they'll probably all be out by then, so... Yeah, they will. Uh, The first two are in my article, and then the other two will be on her YouTube channel. Which you can find through her So if you want to see video evidence of us at MAGFest, we're there. (laughs) Just in case you didn't believe any of the stories we told during this podcast... (laughs) We have video evidence of it, so you're welcome. That we were there. <laughs> Anyways, they're great. You should go watch them. So, if there's nothing else, why don't we wrap things up? So, thank you for listening to this very MAGFest edition of the Game Cola podcast. If you liked what you heard, be sure to check out both our actual internet website, GameCola.net, as well as our YouTube channel, gc.net, the letter G, the letter C, the word dot, and the word net. If you'd like to see us in some other venues, you can find Anna in charge of our social media things, like Facebook and Twitter. Just search Game Cole and they'll find them, right, Anna? Yep. And if you want to catch live streams of the Game Cola staff, you can check us out on Twitch. Just It's Game Cola, twitch.tv slash Game Cola. There's a pattern to all of this. Um, if you want to email us at the podcast, be sure to send an email to podcast at gamecola.net to maybe get your message read. I mean, if you send an email, it will almost certainly be read, uh, once we get to it. So do that. And if you like the podcast, subscribe to us on iTunes, search for Game Cola there and rate us five stars if you like us and don't do anything if you don't. In fact, if you don't like us, you probably didn't make it this far into the podcast and we're not on itunes uh is there anywhere that our lovely audience should go to find either of you cameron and noel um Uh, i do um you can go first like (laughs) okay yeah i have a youtube channel it's called crush i just talk about nerdy things and make a fool of myself and you can catch the magfest vlogs as stated earlier um, and I'm usually on my Twitter, which is just at CrushCutieXO. And, yeah, I just, it's going to be covered in Voltron stuff, so I hope you like it. <laughs> but that's where you can find me, so, yeah. If you want to find me, I don't know why you would. But if you do, I am on YouTube at Camera94. If you want to look at that, I have a bunch of random film stuff I've been working on over the last four years. At Edinburgh, and um, just random game stuff on there, too. I don't know if I ever... I might, I might start it again, I don't know. But if you want to find me there, I'll be there. And I'm on Twitter, too, at the same Twitter name, too. If you want to look at that, I don't post often, but I'm there. If you go watch any of his videos, you might see me eating a taco, because I was in one of his films once. <laughs> Can we have a YouTube video you... of you just eating a taco? I mean, I, I could <laughs> I would watch cut it. that have the <laughs> repetition... If you go watch Noelle's videos, I'm in some of them doing random various things, like fun stuff. That's it. 
So, thank you again for listening. Thanks to our guests for coming and making this a very special podcast. I hope you have a lovely day or night or whatever time it is, wherever you are. And we will see you next month. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. 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 Sorry, my mic fell out of my ear. <laughs> that's, mm, that's not where your microphone goes. Okay, it's, it's not on my ear. It's, not, it's my headphone. My headphone fell out of my ear, and okay. so the microphone fell down with it. Besides the point... If you have your microphone uh, in your ear, that's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> you know me. I just... oh, the audience wants to hear that. <laughs>